to the assembled church and those by live stream, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ this morning. Please open the precious word of God with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. In all due solemnity and seriousness, yet I'm just making a point, we could and maybe should rename our church Hope Baptist Church of Greenville. After the last 24 hours, I appreciate Hope Baptist churches around the world more than I did before. Hope is an important part of our religion, and we're here for hope. We want our faith built and our hope increased. And so I read to you from Romans chapter 8, and what a tremendous chapter it is. I read to you verses 24 and 25. Romans 8, 24 and 25. For we are saved by hope. But hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we with patience wait for it. That's our hope. And that's pretty plain language. If you can see it and get your hands on it, it's not hope because it's already there. It's a reality. But hope is something we haven't seen yet. These are wonderful verses. Most evangelicals frivolously declare that we are saved only by faith. And so they have their little buzzword, sola fide. Well, I say back, sola hope. (laughs) But here it says hope, that we're saved by hope. If you forget today's glorious news that we're going to cover in our two services, you will be practically unsaved. Because the gospel only saves those who keep it in memory. 1 Corinthians 15, 2. If you forget today's glorious news, you will be of all men most miserable. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 19. Of all men on planet earth, we have the basis for the greatest and surest hope. Hope an expectation of great things to come that far surpass the present. That's our hope. That's what hope is. Yet this hope is entirely based in faith of God's revelation, for nothing is visible of it yet. It's outside of sight. The believer's hope is confident and patient waiting for deliverance. The final phase of our redemption. This is ultimate salvation from sufferings of this present time. Notice the location of verses 24 and 25. They are in between verses 14 through 23 that describe the effect of sin on the whole creation and how it's turned it upside down, inside out, and wrecked it. And then the 12 verses following are the verses I shared with you on Wednesday evening. Romans 8 is a great chapter, and right there in the middle of verses 24 and 25 is the hope. The hope we have that Jesus is coming back to deliver this whole creation into the glorious liberty of the sons of God. And then the last 12 verses are the surety of God's love for us and Christ's love for us that nothing can be laid to our charge and no one can condemn us. And it's it's our hope. And it's based on faith, because faith is the substance of things hoped for. 
Hope is a fixed anchor for souls in distress based on God's immutability. In Hebrews chapter 6, God swore to Abraham so that we could all have great hope like an anchor for our souls and never be moved. Hope should lift our souls from depression, discouragement, and discontentment. David said, Why art thou cast down, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted within me? What's the cure? Hope thou in God, for he shall yet be. Right now he may not be blessing very much, but he shall yet be the help of my countenance. Believing the gospel through the Spirit brings abounding hope and joy and peace. Sarah's favorite verse. Romans 15, 13. Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Our religion is a hopeful religion. Our God's a God of hope. And he's able to fill you with abounding hope. And along with some joy and peace, not some joy and peace, all joy and peace by the power of the Holy Ghost. What we cannot see is more important than what we can see. The Bible says if you can see it, it's temporal. It's going to be burned up and disappear. If you can't see it, it's eternal, and it'll be forever. Though we do not yet see our deliverance, it is sure. We wait for it, trusting God through hope. Hope is a future expectation, better than the present difficulties, knowing that they're only temporal. Afflictions are seen. But our unseen future glory is not seen, yet we look for it. The Bible says about Jesus Christ, Whom having not seen, ye love. In whom, though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. That's what hope of the invisible can give you. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Paul said, I am persuaded that he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day. Put on your helmets today, my brothers and sisters, for the protection of your minds and thinking. In the Bible it is called, the helmet is called, the hope of salvation. The hope of salvation. If you have the hope of salvation, nothing that happens in this world is going to move you at all. So put the helmet on, and let's protect our minds up there so that we're not thinking thoughts that are dysfunctional and destructive to our joy and peace. Let us pray. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. We thank thee, blessed God, that you are the God of hope, Rebellious men look at your word, and all they see is a God of anger and wrath and eternal judgment, which they so richly deserve. But we, your children, look in your word, and we see the God of hope, that there are things that we see not yet that are far greater, far better than what we do see in this world. And we thank thee for the hope of the gospel. We thank Thee that the Lord Jesus Christ is yea and amen 
to all your promises. He has put them into force. He has guaranteed them. We shall never be lost. We can never be separated from your love for us that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. I ask thee this day, O Lord, that by thy Spirit, the Holy Spirit of Pentecost, and that by your inspired and preserved words to us in the King James Bible, that you will increase our faith and increase our hope, and by so doing increase our joy and peace in life. Heavenly Father, we have wrecked and ruined your creation. We have made it ugly. We have destroyed it in so many regards and respects. We shall consider them today, but we thank thee that there is a day coming in which the children of God will be manifest to the universe and the whole creation freed from its groaning and bondage. We thank thee for saving us, and we thank thee that the whole creation rests in the same hope for that great day of redemption that is yet to come, even the deliverance of our bodies from the grave. We thank thee for thy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. We swear our allegiance to him this morning. We thank thee for him. We pray that you'll show him to us more clearly and increase our love of him and our obedience to him. Have mercy upon us. Heavenly Father, hear the prayers of the men that prayed in the back room this morning and answer them for the sake of your kingdom throughout the world and for the sake of this worship here in this place. Please deliver us from all the thoughts of our minds and let us pull on the hope of salvation and let it govern all our thinking this morning. Oh, Heavenly Father, help us to set our affection on things above and not on things on the earth. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that You have revealed Thyself to us and that we might know Thee and love Thee. Heavenly Father, we thank You that You gave us existence and that You showed Yourself to us. We are blessed abundantly. Help us to use our lives. O oh Lord, glorify Thyself to us and through us to others. Let others see our good works and see our light that they may glorify Thee in heaven. Not for our sake, not for our glory, but let all the glory be Thine. Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Wash us and make us clean this day. We trust in Thy faithfulness and justness through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, that you can forgive us easily and quickly, far better than we do ourselves or others. Lord, have mercy upon us. Now unite our hearts and our voices and our minds together, that with one voice we might glorify thee by the worship we have planned for this day. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.